Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Canty just moments ago saying that Dak Prescott has to ascend to the heights and to the playing level of Jalen Hurts in the postseason. And somehow that is controversial? Wow. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your reaction to that, Cowboy fans, because frankly, I, I don't know that Chris has ever been more right about something in his entire life on the show, I should say, because that that's that to me is just fact. Yeah, the best quarterback in the NFC East is Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And the Cowboys have enjoyed the privilege of being able to say that for the better part of the last decade, but that ain't that ain't the case no more, Carla. No. No. Jalen Hurts may have lost his first playoff start last year. He he knew how much time was left. He lost to Tom <laughs> Brady in the reigning defending world champion Tampa Bay Bucks. I, I would be very confident that Jalen Hurts would not make the same mistake Car- that Carlin, Dak Prescott did. How many did. quarterbacks play great in their playoff debut? Not a whole lot of nope. them. I mean, listen, aside from Joe Burrow last year, and we will admit that that's an outlier, Joey B is a little bit different, mm-hmm. and Joey B is an older second-year quarterback in that instance, but... Think about this. Quarterbacks making their playoff debuts last year were 0 for 3, and all of the quarterbacks had multiple turnovers on their way to losing those games. It's hard to have success in your first playoff game. Ask Dak Prescott. He wasn't great in his first playoff game against the Green Bay Packers. He just wasn't. So, I mean, that's the situation. But but to say that, oh, well, Jalen Hurts isn't as good as Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott had a playoff win. Okay, Dak Prescott has played in four playoff games. Jalen Hurts has played in one. Let's see what happens this postseason. I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts is going to check the box of winning a playoff game. And then what are you going to say? Look, I, I just don't know why this would be considered a hot take of any sort. Was Canty insane with his comments on Dak? Lines are open for you at 888-SAY-ESPN on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-729-3776. Your calls in five minutes. First, though, Brandon Staley and the Chargers. We have spent a few days talking about what the future holds for Brandon Staley when it comes to the different possibilities uh, for the Chargers if they should lose this week. Because Staley, over the last couple of years, has not exactly distinguished himself as a head coach in the way he's managed games, in the decision-making at times, in whether or not to go for it, things like that, married to the analytics at times. If they lose this game to Jacksonville, there's no doubt to me that Brandon Staley should be on his way out. And the primary reason I say that, even though they barely missed the playoffs last year and then this year, is that I have everything I need to win right now. Mm -hmm. And when that is the case, I would put this on the level of what the Golden State Warriors did when they had Mark Jackson and then hired Steve Kerr. If you're the Chargers and you can hire Sean Payton, you upgrade, you get the guy that's going to put you over the top. You make the choice that you need to make 
that will put your team over the top. Now, Steve Kerr didn't have any history before. Yeah. Sean Payton does. Yeah. Sean Payton wants to be the coach of the Chargers. Well, think about this. The Chargers is going to be an attractive job is it, if it opens up. You're going to attract the best and brightest coaching candidates, including Sean Payton. Why, Carlin? Because they check every single box when it comes to the most important positions that determine winning in today's game. Do you have the quarterback? Check. Do you have the left tackle? Check. Do you have the pass rusher? You got two of them in Khalil Mack and Joey Boza. Do you have the shutdown corner, Asante Samuel Jr.? Check. Also, J.C. Jackson coming off an injury next year, so you'll have that. Do you have a wide receiver? You got two in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So what is it that the Chargers don't have? Why can't they have high-end success? Why can't they be more of a threat to Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? Why can't they go on a deep playoff run? All legitimate questions to ask if that doesn't happen, if they have an early exit in the postseason this year. I'm just making the case five minutes ago for the Chargers to be the – half hour ago – for the Chargers to be the team – that could go on a run yeah, because of who their quarterback and, is. And can, you t- can, can I tell you why I don't trust them to be able to do that? I don't trust them to be able to do that because this is a team that shouldn't be asking Justin Herbert to make his first playoff debut this season. That should have happened last year. Yeah. But do we know why it didn't happen last year? We do. Because it was Week 18 winning in against the Las Vegas Raiders and Brandon Staley, for some inexplicable reason, decides in the third quarter that he's going to go for it from his own 20-yard line, gets stopped, ends up being a field goal for the Las Vegas Raiders. Can you remind me of how many points the Chargers lost by in overtime to the Raiders? Uh, I believe it was three. Yeah, it was 35-32 Raiders. Yeah. And the Raiders ended up playing in a wild card round. That is why I don't trust Brandon Staley. He doesn't have a feel for the game. If you manage it all by the analytics – you're going to come up short sometimes because it's not numbers that are out there playing, Carlin. This ain't baseball. It's actual guys out there that are competing against one another. You can't measure what's in a guy's chest. You can't measure what's in a guy's head. You just can't do it. You can't quantify everything when it comes to football. Analytics, analytics has its place, but Brandon Staley doesn't okay. know when to trust the analytics and when to trust his gut. My, my contention here, though, is when you have an obvious solution to the problem, you make the move. Yes. If the obvious solution to the problem is supposed to be Sean Payton, but he's going to go be the coach of the Cowboys, he's going to go coach, be the coach of the Broncos, I'm not convinced I make this move. Where else, Where? else? What other definitive upgrade am I getting at that point when I at least have to acknowledge we were on the doorstep last year, not for a dumb decision, mm-hmm. and we made the playoffs this year, we're still headed in the right direction. I personally don't love Brandon Staley, but I don't necessarily want to go and roll the dice on somebody else that doesn't have a proven track record. Well, Jim Harbaugh has a proven track record, and he's flirting with the NFL. This will be the second right, consecutive. If it's Harbaugh, I buy that. Yeah, Jim, Jim Harbaugh has coached the but team to the not, Super Bowl you know, in three consecutive conference championships. But, but I'm did. not going and hiring the next hot assistant, which, let's call it what it is, the Chargers have not exactly gone out and spent huge money before when it comes to this kind of thing. Well, I mean, I hear what you're saying. I guess I would push back by saying this. We saw in 2017 the Tennessee Titans fire a coach after his second full season mm-hmm. that won a playoff game. That was Mike Malarkey. They went with a yet unproven coordinator in Mike Vrabel. 
who is now in my book a top five coach in the NFL. There's no argument that they made an upgrade at the head coaching position. My point is this. Brandon Staley has proven that he can do little with a lot. And that is a problem for me, especially when I have to make a quarter of a billion dollar commitment to my young quarterback, Justin Herbert. Would the Chargers be a Super Bowl contender if they had a better coach right now? Yes. Unequivocally. Would they they have won the division? and And here's the other thing. That's the point, Carlin. Can you win the division? Okay. Do you have a coach that will allow you to win the division consistently? Chris, Chris, you're going on, up against fair. Andy Reid. Aside, I certainly don't want to be put in the position of defending Staley because I don't believe in him either. But let's be truthful here: Would the Chargers have won the division if they had a better coach? No, I don't know that that's no. the case. Carl. They're not winning the division I, 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 over I, I, the Chiefs. I, I don't know, and that I to don't, me that I don't means know. I can't put them as a Super Bowl I, I, contender I, when they're on the road. I don't, I, how can you say that? The Chiefs lost to the Cincinnati Bengals and they lost to the Buffalo Bills. How can you say that? You but, can't but, say that. But on one hand, you're talking, telling me how much the Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship every year, and the next they're losing these games. Well, well here's the thing. They, they have the best coach in the division. That yeah. matters. If you get a better coach in Sean Payton, if you get a better coach in Jim Harbaugh, maybe you have a different result. That's the whole point. You I, have a quarterback that's on par. Well, not on par because nobody's on par with Pat Mahomes, but that's close to Pat Mahomes. You have a roster top to bottom that is, from a talent standpoint, Carlin, right there with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, I think there will be some people that argue that they have more dominant cornerstone pieces than the Chiefs do. And yet you still come in second place. You still come in third place in this division year over year with Brandon Staley as your guy. That ain't good enough. I, I, here's all I want, though. When I have all those pieces in place, much like the Chiefs did, by the way, with Andy Reid, uh, and they and he drafted Mahomes, but still, yeah. Andy Reid came in and immediately made them better in every way. Yeah, I want the coach that's going to do that. I don't. The hit rate. We talk about the hit rate on first round quarterbacks. The hit rate on coordinators who become head coaches is right around the same. And when it turned out to whether or not they're, yeah, but I mean, you have you'll have options because their quarterback will give you options. People want to sign up to coach Justin Herbert. Well, one thing we can say is that the game this week in Jacksonville between the Chargers and the Jaguars is going to be a hot ticket. There's no question. It's brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on Sirius XM Channel 80, we asked, you delivered. Calls, and a lot of them in relation to Canty's Dak Prescott take from Get Up this morning at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We start with Mike in Pennsylvania up first on ESPN Radio. Mike, what do you got, bud? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm a 45-year Cowboy fan. And I don't know if we should be asking, can Dak get up to the level of Jalen? Because Jalen, statistically, yeah, he's proven himself. But we'll see what happens um, this year. But it's more like, can he, it, it always seems that, the Cowboys get the um, are given this this uh, ticket to be great, and uh, Dak does. He has to produce. He has to get up to the Troy Aikman level. I went through those years, um, but can he get up to Jalen? Jalen hasn't really proven yet that he can win the championship. And truthfully, I think the Niners are going to take it all this year. Let me ask you this question though: If you're going into this week, who do you feel better? with your quarterback if you're the Cowboys. If Jalen Hurts was your quarterback, would you feel a lot better than you do with Dak Prescott? 
Truthfully, yes. Of course would. you would, Mike. Thanks for the call. Of course you would. You know why? <laughs> One's point. much better than the other. Well, he's proven that he's trust, trustworthy with his decision-making, Carlin. I mean, he's the only quarterback that's accounted for more than 30 touchdowns and had single-digit turnovers. Like, that, that is unprecedented efficiency. We don't see that year over year. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, those guys ain't in that conversation. They don't do that. Jalen Hurts does. A big part of winning in the postseason is avoiding losing the damn game by giving the ball away. What, what have you seen from Dak Prescott since week eight, Carlin? Fifteen turnovers this past week against the Commanders, a team with nothing to play for, Carlin. Dak Prescott giving out gifts, throwing a pick six. What are you doing? What are you doing? 14 completions and a pick six? That's $40 million worth of quarterbacking? Give me a break. Late Christmas gifts. Tom in Iowa next on ESPN Radio. Tom, go. How you doing, guys? Hey, um, longtime Dallas fan. Um, and just want to like, I don't think there's a Dallas fan out there that can argue uh, with Chris on this. I want Dak to be the next Jalen. I don't want him to be Tom Brady or anybody else. I want Dak to do what Dak can do and stop trying to overperform. I think what's happening on him is he he's um, he's trying to do more than he needs to. When Rush was in, they just ran within the offense, and there was no improvise whatsoever, and they were successful. So hopefully they'll take that away from them or from him this week. Uh, let the coaching do the coach job, and let the players do the playing without any improvising. Run the ball. Uh, as much as you can. Statistics show that if he's over 25, 26 throws a game, they're losing that game mm. due to turnovers. Um, thanks for the call, and I hope they do win this week, but uh, chances are they're probably going to lose to Tom Brady. That is a very sober-minded Cowboys fan. Wow. And and I'm not sure there are a whole lot of those out no, there. No, I don't think there but, are but, either. But the one thing that he says that I absolutely lost, he said a couple of things, but the, the biggest thing that I agree with is that that offense needs to run through Tony Pollard in the running game. Yes. That's when they're at their best. Mm -hmm. When they have an opportunity to maul people with that big physical offensive line, it it allows you to control time of possession. It allows your defense and specifically your pass rushers to be able to get juice by sitting on the bench a little bit longer. I I think that has to be their formula for success. And then utilize play-action passing for shots downfield to C.D. Lamb and then Dalton Schultz as a possession receiver. I think that's their formula for success. But Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy have gotten away from that at different points during the season, and I think they do ask Dak to do more than what they should ask him to do based on the talent that they have on his roster. I was just looking at the stats in December. First in touchdown passes, dead last in interceptions. Oof. Uh, how about Jamison in New York next? ESPN Radio. Jamison, what about you? Uh, hi. Thanks for taking me. Uh, so I do just want to say this. Uh, so, obviously, Dak, with the interceptions, it's been an issue. I mean, it's it's lost us some games. Obviously, the Jacksonville game, I'm not going to say it's his fault. That slipped out of Noah Brown's hands. Any Cowboys fan watching that game would know that. No, the third quarter but, interception was his fault, though. The yeah, third quarter yeah, interception to Rayshon Jenkins, that was, that was his fault. He overshot his receiver, yeah. and that led to points for yeah, Jacksonville. That was, a, that was a blind read. That was a blind read. I will admit to that. Yeah. But – there, there's definitely some reads that have been questionable, and like I said, lost us our games. That throw against Washington was very stupid, and he threw it to the same guy the play before. Which yeah. I'm sitting, I'm sitting watching that game. I was, I was upset with them, and I'm in Dak's corner 
more than most Cowboys fans can vouch her for. But one thing I will say, if we want to try and go far, the pass, not pass to run, and that does include giving the ball to not only Tony Pollard, and the thing that I love about our offense is how we have a two-headed beast at running back. These people can say whatever they want about us overpaying Zeke, which I believe in. All right, we lost. Yeah, yeah, you're going in and out. But I know what you're saying about Zeke. But. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing: Zeke is good for a short yardage goal line red zone. That, that, that's what he is that's right it. now. Tony Pollard is the lead back for the Dallas Cowboys. But but beyond that, Carlin, the reason why I said what I said on Get Up this morning about Dak Prescott needing to ascend is because Dak Prescott is going to have to be the difference in games against the Eagles, in games against the San Francisco 49ers, and if they make it to the Super Bowl, whoever they're playing coming out of the AFC. Because when you look at the Cowboys roster, which is a very good roster in comparison to what San Francisco and Philadelphia and Kansas City and Buffalo are bringing to the party, it's not the same. So at some point, you do have to fall back on Dak being a force multiplier. And based on what he's shown us in the second half of this season, I I don't know how anybody can have a degree of confidence that he's going to be capable of doing that. And he's going to have to do that on the road, Carlin. That's the other part that we don't talk about. Let me ask you this question. We're talking about Mike McCarthy and his future with the Cowboys, right? Yeah. What's Dak's future if he loses this game and he plays poorly? What's a, a Truth be told, what is Dak's future? Because they can't do anything right away. But we're talking about two years from now, you know, maybe by 2025 – You've tried to find a way to move on by then. Yeah, you say that, Carlin, but it feels like Dak Prescott, even if he comes up short and he has an early exit in the playoffs, it's going to go the route of Kirk Cousins as far as his career track. I I just He's going to be good enough. He's going to show you enough flashes to justify paying him market value for a quarterback, but he's never going to elevate your team to the championship rounds. That's what it feels like. Right, but I'll tell you what. If after, after 2023, they could actually get rid of him and not eat it that badly. And who you getting? Who you getting that's going to help you win a championship? Jerry Jones, 80 years old, man. He ain't buying green bananas. Who are you getting? This is a career-defining. We have seen Listen, quarterbacks move quite a bit Carlin, the last Carlin, couple of Carlin, years, Carlin, this is a career-defining moment for Dak Prescott. Yeah, I don't and think, if he goes in the, the tank, this, this they might be looking for somebody else sooner rather than later. I don't think this is a referendum on whether or not Dak is a good quarterback because he's proven that. The question is, is Dak a championship quarterback? He has a chance to change the conversation around his career, similar to what we saw Eli Manning do in 2007 as a wild card. Because up until that point, people were on the fence about Eli. He led the league in picks that year. Mm -hmm. But then going into the playoffs as a wild card, six touchdown passes to one interception, three road wins on the way to the Super Bowl, and beat the undefeated Patriots. We never looked at Eli Manning quite the same after that because we always said, this guy is a winner. Yep. Dak Prescott has an opportunity this postseason to have that type of run and to prove that kind of point about who he is as a player. But if he doesn't. And if he shows if up he as doesn't, he has, if, if he doesn't, then I'm going to tell you, he's Kirk Cousins, he's Tony Romo, he's Derek Carr. That's who he is. And June 2nd, 2024, he's an ex-Cowboy. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, Canty has Tua taken his final snap as a Miami Dolphin. 
We will go into it in depth with an, our insider into the Dolphins next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin. Earlier today, pretty big news. The Miami Dolphins are already ruling out Tua Tungavailoa for Sunday in Buffalo. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, not to mention Sirius XM Channel 80 and... On your smart speaker, simply say play ESPN Radio. We head down to Miami right now. We welcome in Marcel-Louis Jacques, who covers the Dolphins for ESPN NFL Nation. Marcel, Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, we appreciate the time. Let's get right into it. How did this decision come to its final uh, announcement earlier today? Was this something that the doctors ultimately decided for the Miami Dolphins? Yeah, well, since Tua's not even clear to, to resume football activities, it, it's Wednesday, and that, that gives them two more practices after this to pres- presumably progress all the way through concussion protocol. So if it wasn't going to happen today, then it wasn't going to happen at all. And I know just as a local media component, I appreciated Mike McDaniel just ripping the Band-Aid off and, and preventing the, the drama and the distraction for the rest of the week. He has not taken any sort of snap since December 25th when he sustained the concussion against the Green Bay Packers. That's a long time to go without live reps, especially if you're already not ready uh, on, on Wednesday. So he felt no need to drag it on, just said, let's rule him out and focus on who is available, which is Skylar Thompson and possibly Teddy Bridgewater. And, and so, so, Marcel, let's stay in the now with Skylar Thompson. 
What's the team's confidence level that he could be the guy that can help them pull off the upset on the road in Buffalo uh, going up against a team that's going to be emotionally charged in an environment that's going to be unlike any other thing that Skylar Thompson has seen? Yeah, well, we got to talk to, to Skylar in the locker room today, and, you know, it's, it might take a perfect game with the Dolphins as currently constructed to beat the Bills, but he says perfection is not possible. There's no such thing as a perfect game. He, he went back to what his old college coach, Colin Klein, told him at Kansas State that your best is good enough, and I think the Dolphins are confident in what Skylar Thompson provides when he's at his best. Now, is he going to be flinging the ball 500 yards, six touchdowns? I don't know if it's reasonable to expect all that, but I think there's a certain aspect of of, uh, a certain freeing aspect of of playing when nobody really expects anything of you. So I I think that we can expect to see a looser rookie than we saw uh, Sunday against the Jets. I think there's a lot less pressure on him, I think that he's going to play, again, freely. I think he's just going to kind of let that thing rip. Teammates are confident in him. His receivers are, and coaches are confident in him. Uh, you know, it, it might not – the Bills are 12-and-a-half-point favorites right now, so Vegas isn't confident in him. But inside the building, they believe in Skyler Thompson. Marcel Louis Jacques joining us. He covers the Dolphins for ESPN NFL Nation. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Marcel, is there just no shot at this point with Teddy Bridgewater to play? I wouldn't say it's no shot. Um, I, I think he's still progressing because it, it was hard for him to grip the ball after dislocating his pinky in uh, week 17. Uh, he progressed throughout the week last week to where he could throw 10, 15 yards or so. It was at a point where they felt like if he had to go in the game uh, against the Jets on in Week 18, that he could have. But uh, it, it does sound like you know it's not necessarily a done deal, and it's definitely not enough for them to uh, go to him as their starter. I think that if he's active, it would still probably be in a backup capacity. Skylar Thompson is the healthiest quarterback they've got on their on, on their roster, you know, right now. But uh, no, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it just completely out of the question it's just unlikely that he's going to start he was limited in practice today with the right finger and a knee injury we did not see uh Skylar Thompson limited in any capacity although he is listed uh you know did get treatment for an ankle injury Marcel how does Tua's status for the wild card game and his injury history impact how the Dolphins move forward with him this offseason well that's where things get get interesting man because his fifth-year option, the, the deadline to exercise that is coming up in May. Uh, I thought how he was playing earlier in the season, he was lined up to get a new deal this offseason. There's a precedent right now when you look at you know the Mahomes and Josh Allen and Kyler Murray and these quarterbacks. There's a precedent for quarterbacks to get paid after year three. Uh, but with the way the season ended, that's a lot less likely now. I think, you know, he's obviously going to play on that fourth year of his rookie deal. And I'm going to keep it a buck. I actually don't think it's a good business decision per se to pick up his fifth year option. Because if you think about it, uh, you know, let's say he plays on that fourth year, if he blows them away and he, he's excellent and he, he keeps the same form that he showed throughout the first half of this season, then he gets a new deal next off season. That fifth year is irrelevant, but, let's say worst case scenario, he's not healthy. He doesn't get through the season, uh, you know, or, or his play takes a step back. Then if they 
exercise the option, then they're locked into a quarterback who they know they don't want. So I just I don't see a positive scenario in which that fifth year is picked up for either the team or Tua. So I, I think that it, it makes things a lot interest a lot more interesting moving forward. But I would say, do not expect a, a long term deal this off season. It would be that would be a surprise, uh, you know, from from my perspective and from from based on my proximity to the team, that would be a surprise if he is locked up after year three. All right, Marcel, let's live in the world that you just outlined for us with Tua and the Dolphins this offseason. Because of all of the things that you just laid out, is it possible that the Miami Dolphins decide to go after a veteran quarterback that can challenge Tua for QB1 going into the 2023 season? I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Uh, This is a team that was just dinged for – for tampering with Tom Brady for the past two or three years. Uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, it would be irresponsible for me to say that I've heard of their interest in any quarterback, and especially after the punishment they just got for tampering, I wouldn't expect any of that stuff to leak out anyways. Uh, but, I mean, it's not it's not totally impossible. If Tom Brady comes to you and says, I want to play for this team, I mean, you, gotta, you really got to ask yourself if, if Tua is better than – Tom Brady is he a better option than Tom Brady uh I think that Tua is a better option than let's say Jimmy Garoppolo or a better option than let's say Derek Carr so in in that regard you know I wouldn't expect one of those guys to come in and replace him but I I think Brady just given their history with him and their interest in him uh, I think he if they're going to do it at all he would be the one to watch but I I do want to be firm that I, I have not gotten any inclination that he that they are looking outside of, of Tua um, if he's healthy. And uh, we've actually heard them say multiple times something that we haven't heard them say in his first two years, which is that he's their long-term guy. McDaniel told me a couple months ago that everything they have done up to that point has been under the mindset, the mindset that Tua is their franchise quarterback. Great insight there. Great intel. We appreciate it as always, Marcel. Thanks. Of course. Marcel-Louis Jacques covers the Dolphins for ESPN NFL Nation. That doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of confidence across the board. Hell no. Nor should there be. And if Tom Brady shakes loose. Tom Brady says to the Dolphins, I want to come play for you. There's not another discussion to be had. Exactly. It's over. Exactly. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments... Jeff Saturday still wants to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. But does the GM want him? We'll explain in just moments, right after we tell you about our friends from FanDuel. Now, NFL Wild Card Weekend is here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel's got all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Do not miss out. I love FanDuel. I play it all the time. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, 
with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and White four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee Redline one eight hundred eight eight nine nine seven eight nine in Tennessee one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming, or visit one eight hundred gambler in West Virginia. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canton and Carlin. you have any problems with your iPhone or your Apple phone or car phone, whatever, when you are... Uh, in it these days and trying to make a call or a text or anything while you're driving. And and let's be clear, I'm talking about Apple CarPlay, Yes, where it is safe to text. You do it by voice. And right now, like last couple of weeks, it's like it doesn't hear me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm the only person who's having this problem because I will say, text Chris Canty. And it will say, call mom. <laughs> no. Text Chris Canty. And, it, and then you see the Siri bubble come up. Right. Right. And, and, then like, it's a, and then I say, and it says, what would you like to say? And I say, what time are you getting to the studio? <laughs> are you bringing apples with you? <laughs> no, that's not what I said. Are you having this trouble with this? Of course I am, Colin. And here's the aggressive part about Apple CarPlay. You don't have a choice. When you get into your car and your car is compatible with it, yeah. then it automatically goes to CarPlay. So yeah. it's not as if you could pick up your phone and start texting. It'll say, nope, it's Apple CarPlay. You have to use the interface for Apple CarPlay. You can't actually text on your phone. Well, but that's being safe, and, and that's assuming that you can't no, do it. No, if, no if, you're, if you're absolutely right. You're talking right. about when you're stopped. Yes. You can't even do it that well, way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm in a light, I'm driving in the city. Like, I, I can't even pick up the phone and text because Siri doesn't understand what I'm trying to say when I do the voice command. So it's just frustrating but that's the thing. That, that, I, that I'm being bullied by Siri in CarPlay. <laughs> I, I, Carla, I'm literally being bullied by technology that's designed to make my life easier. Same thing goes for my microwave, okay? My microwave, it, it gets on my nerves, Your Carla. microwave? My microwave. My microwave is passive-aggressive. Well, I don't even know if it's passive-aggressive. It's aggressive-aggressive. Yeah. Because say, for instance, I'm warming something up, pop something in there for lunch. I got it on for a minute, minute and a half. Okay, when the minute and a half is up, the buzzer goes off. Okay, let you know your food is ready. My microwave, no, 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 no. That's not it. After the buzzer goes off when the time is up, five seconds later, it's going to beep some more. And then 10 seconds after that, it's going to beep some more. That's just reminding you. And it's going to keep beeping and beeping and beeping. As if I don't remember, I put my lunch in there to warm it up 
two minutes ago. Stop it, for goodness sakes. I don't need my appliances. I don't need my technology bullying me. My dishwasher, same damn thing. Your dishwasher? My dishwasher, the same thing. I know the dishwasher cycle is over with. One buzzer is enough. I don't need it to keep beeping until I open the dishwasher drawer. Stop it. Yeah. Technology is designed to make my life easier, not to stress me out. This level of energy. CarPlay, my microwave, my dishwasher. I've had enough. I'll throw the washer and dryer in there, too, because my wife has the same level of energy for that situation as you do, because you will hear it. It will go off in the basement to tell you it's done. Yeah. And it will do it again every two to three minutes until you go down. And, yeah, no, we know. We get it. You're done. And, and she'll start yelling at it. I'm coming. It's like a wrong yeah. answer on Jeopardy. That's the kind of buzzer that you're getting. Enough is enough. I would, I would rather have it say, no, sorry. <laughs> I would rather have it say What is like the laundry is done? Yes. <laughs> what is get your fat ass to the basement, Carlin, <laughs> and get your laundry? When, when did technology become so aggressive? I don't I, understand it. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I know that it's looking out for us, but this, this whole, like, I can't make a call from the car. I can't do anything from the car. And again, in the safe way that it's intended. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what else, Carlin? I'm sitting here wearing this Apple to get watch. Done. I'm wearing this Apple watch right now that my wife bought me for a birthday yeah. years ago. And, you know, here's the thing. It's my wife. I want to show her that I love mm-hmm. her. She got it for me. I, I got to wear it, right? Yeah. It's not like I can just leave I've got one, yeah. Door. Exactly. But having one of these, you know that if you're sitting down and oh, you're yeah. not moving all around a, lo- a lot during the day, what is it going to say? Get your fat ass up and Stand walk up. around. Get some steps. Stand up. Move. And Every then, single time it makes me feel guilty about being sedentary. But it's, I'm, ti- I'm tired Chris, of my technology bullying me. It's not only that. It's the sarcastic after you've been standing up for a minute. You did it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, thanks, wise ass. Yes, yeah. I know. I got up off my keister and actually stood up today. Ganty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.